Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rose, and welcome to episode 201 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please do me a favor, subscribe to your favorite, and then leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big games out last week were MLB The Show 23 and Sifu. The games coming out this week include Meet Your Maker, Road 96 Midol Zero, Dashing Orange, Melon Journey Bittersweet Memories, Curse of the Sea Rats, Marfusha, The Library of Babel, and Horror Tale 1 Kidnapper. New games with gold for April 2023 have been announced, and now available from April 1st to the 30th from Xbox One is Out of Space Couch Edition, and available from April 16th to May 15th on Xbox One is Peaky Blinders Mastermind. Now into last week's biggest news stories, and we have six to cover this week. Number one, Microsoft's long-running dollar Xbox Game Pass trial offer has been stopped. Chris Scullion at VGC writes, Microsoft's long-running dollar trial offer for Xbox Game Pass has officially ended. The offer, which had been running for a number of years, let players try out Xbox Game Pass, Game Pass Ultimate, or PC Game Pass for a web month for $1. After this period, players would be able to either cancel their subscription or continue to use it at the standard price. However, according to a statement Microsoft provided to The Verge, the trial is no longer being offered. Xbox head of global communications, Kerry Perez, told the site, quote, We have stopped our previous introductory offer for Xbox Game Pass Ultimate and PC Game Pass and are evaluating different marketing promotions for new members in the future, end quote. Earlier this month, Microsoft sought to dismiss suggestions that it might raise Xbox Game Pass prices should its $69 billion merger with Activision Blizzard be approved. So this was a big one this week. Many people got into Game Pass through this offer, many people are able to recommend friends Game Pass for this offer, and many people took wild advantage of this by continually making new accounts so they can just get Game Pass for $1. No more. Number 2. Microsoft's Activision Blizzard acquisition approved in Japan. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, The Japan Fair Trade Commission has given the green light for Microsoft's Activision Blizzard acquisition to go ahead, saying the deal would not substantially harm competition. Following the CMA's recent announcement that Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard would not lessen competition in the UK console gaming market, Microsoft has chalked up another win, this time in Japan. The Japan Fair Trade Commission has now approved the merger to go ahead in the country. The Japan Fair Trade Commission said that after reviewing evidence and submissions from the third party surrounding the deal, the acquisition, quote, would not substantially restrain competition in certain fields of trade, end quote, and that a, quote, cease and desist order would not be issued, end quote. While it's good news from the UK and Japan, the takeover is still under heavy scrutiny from the regulators in Europe and the United States. While the UK's CMA has said the deal, quote, will not result in a substantial lessening of competition in relation to console gaming in the UK, end quote, the CMA is still investigating concerns surrounding the cloud gaming market and the acquisition. Another week, another news story, and another domino to fall. It seems more and more as the months go on that this deal will go through, but regardless of the outcome, I'm just excited for it to be in the past. Number 3. Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty expansion details will be revealed in June. Tom Ivan at VGC writes, CD Projekt Red said its plans to reveal more about Cyberpunk 2077 expansion Phantom Liberty this summer. Quote, exciting news, Chooms, in June we'll start to share more information about the Phantom Liberty expansion, end quote, the company tweeted. Phantom Liberty is a spy thriller expansion for Cyberpunk 2077, set in an all-new district of Night City, according to CD Projekt Red. It will star Idris Elba as Solomon Reed, an FIA agent for the new United States of America. 
Sasha Gray will also star in the DLC. She will voice Ash, a radio DJ on the in-game station 89.7 Growl FM. The expansion will also see the return of Johnny Silverhand, the character played by Keanu Reeves, alongside a new cast of characters. Phantom Liberty will have a bigger budget than any CD Projekt Red DLC to date, according to Investor Relations Manager Marik Bugdol. This is cool, I'm excited to see more. I do like Idris Elba, and I did enjoy my time with Cyberpunk 2077. I didn't do as much side content as I was like, as it was pretty busy at the time, so maybe Phantom Liberty will be my excuse to go in, do more of that side camp, and the lead up to this expansion. Number 4, E3 2023 officially cancelled. Sean Carey at True Achievements writes, As reported by IGN, an email sent to ESA members confirmed E3 2023's cancellation, saying that this year's event, quote, simply did not garner the sustained interest necessary to execute it in a way that would showcase the size, strength, and impact of our industry, end quote. Reed Pop's global VP of gaming, Kyle Marsden Kish, later issued a statement to IGN making things official. Quote, this was a difficult decision because of all the effort we and our partners put towards making this event happen, but we would do what's right for the industry and what's right for E3, end quote. Marsden Kish told IGN. Quote, we appreciate and understand that interested companies wouldn't have playable demos ready, and the resourcing challenges made being at E3 this summer an obstacle they couldn't overcome. For those who did commit to E3 2023, we are sorry we can't put on the showcase you deserve, and that you've come to expect from Repop's event experiences, end quote. Earlier this week, we learned that Ubisoft had pulled out of E3 after previously confirming its attendance, and that Sega would also not be attending alongside other publishers. Microsoft is hosting its own Xbox game showcase on June 11th, and Jeff Keighley has confirmed that Summer Game Fest will return this year. E3 is finally and sadly dead. It's really disappointing. E3 was my video game Super Bowl as much as I love the normal Super Bowl, but for years and years and years getting all this garbage food and snacks and alcohol and just sitting down for posting up for a couple days and watching nothing but video games and playing nothing but video games. I took off every year for it, it's a sad time that's gone, but the industry and the world has just moved on, and Jeff Keighley has certainly not missed the opportunity as his Summer Game Fest will be the new E3. Number 5, Vampire Survivor's second expansion arrives in April. George Yang at IGN writes, Punkle has announced the second expansion for Vampire Survivors called Tides of the Forest Gray, which will arrive on April 13th. As revealed on Xbox Wire, the expansion takes players to Western Europe and the Great Forest where the developers were influenced by local fairy tales and folklore. At the center lies the Foscree Academy, a school that trains the next generation of warriors, scholars, and leaders. It's divided into three houses. The Azure Tower trains magical sorcerers and warlocks. The Crimson Anvil focuses on strength, engineering, and blacksmithing. And the Amber Sickle consists of professions such as accounting, agriculture, and archery. As for the new content, there are 8 new characters, 13 new weapons, 1 new stage, 7 music tracks, and 20 new achievements, and this all costs $1.99. Vampire Survivor's first expansion, Legacy of the Moon Spell, was released back in December of 2022, and now Toids of the Force Scurry will arrive soon. Vampire Survivors, the simple looking game that just keeps on getting more and more recognition, most recently winning the BAFTA award for best game of 2022. That is wild. I still have not checked out this game, but I will certainly do it soon. Given that BAFTA recognition, given friends' recommendations, I have to check it out. And shout out to them for their expansions at $1.99. And number 6, Multiverse's beta to go offline in June, full launch planned for early 2024. Luke Albagees at True Achievements writes, Player First Games has announced that the Multiverse's beta will go offline in June and be removed from the Xbox Store next week, as the team works towards a full release in early 2024. 
A lengthy new post on the official Multiverses site has announced that the Multiverses open beta will be taken offline on June 25th while the team works towards a full release, currently planned for early next year. Season 2 will be extended to also end in June, although the beta version is set to be removed from the store next week on April 4th, after which point it will no longer be possible to buy premium currency Gleamium until the game returns with its full launch in 2024. Content unlocked and purchased so far will carry over to the full release, and the beta will remain fully playable until the June closure date, with only limited offline access to training and Loki multiplayer modes beyond that point. If you've got achievements left to mop up, you'll probably want to get them done in the next 3 months or you could be waiting quite a while to finish them up. Um, I don't understand what this is. Sure, maybe the game was launched in beta, now I did not play this game for very long, maybe a couple of matches, nor am I tuned into this community. But it did not seem like this was a beta that was going to go away, considering they were charging people for it and selling microtransactions. This is a terrible precedent to set, I hope this is a one-off and we don't see this happening again in the future, that you could pay into something and then they'll just immediately take it down within a year. This is bad, this is nuts, I wouldn't want to support this, but hey, I guess we'll see what this game looks like in early 2024 and maybe it'll have a big comeback. We shall see. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and since we were talking Game Pass this week and the dollar deal being no longer, let's talk through some notes on the 2022 Game Pass value on all the games as a whole. Credit to Meza.com. Polish media company XGP.pl calculated the value and number of games added to Xbox Game Pass during 2022. It turned out an impressive number of 220 games, the total cost of which is $7,173. On average, Microsoft added 18 games to Xbox Game Pass each month, the most in September 2022, 25 games at once. It's really wild when you break down the numbers, and it just continues to prove why Game Pass is the best value, not only in gaming, but maybe in entertainment. They have to raise the cost of this per month, even though they just said they wouldn't do it. But I have to imagine by this time next year, it'll be maybe $20 a month, and guess what? It's still going to be worth it with everything they've been adding, supporting, and with all the developers that are going to be cranking out hopefully highly rated titles. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe on your favorite podcast service, share with your friends, leave a review, and follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. Over the past week and a half, I finished Resident Evil 4 Remake, which I have mentioned on the show before. It is incredible. I have to say it again. Go play it. Go buy it. It is a perfect, nearly perfect video game. Am I biased because I'm a huge Resident Evil fan? Yes, but it's still amazing. I also jumped over to start playing my PS5 again, and I'm currently going through the Uncharted series. The Last of Us is my favorite video game of all time, yet I have not played any of Naughty Dog's other games in the Uncharted series. So I finished the first one, really didn't like it, and I'm about halfway through the second one, and now it's getting me. Can't wait to see where this journey goes with number 3 and 4, and Lost Legacy. My name is Brandon Rosa. You can follow me on Xbox at Rosa93. Hope you all have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.